listening to Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys with Joe Shasky, Mark Willard. Two episodes a week. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. All right, Sam, how would you compare what we were just talking about with Jock Peterson and the conversation you had with Rodon just a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, I mean, it was almost very similar. I mean, you look at the words that Rodon used, it was almost word for word what Jock said. The wow. word that stuck out to me was, you know, this is a first-class organization. The Giants, you know, that's what they do. They treat their players well. Uh, the one difference is uh, Rodon didn't use the it's been fun to be here for a year line. So it, maybe right. if you want to look at that as, as a window, as a doorway being open to next right. year, maybe. But he wasn't as definitive sounding as, as Jock there in that department. That, I love that you pointed at that, by the way. Can we read this statement one Just more time and more time. leave out the, the comment at the end? Uh, it's been nice. I've really had fun. Uh, first class organization. They do everything the right way. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I got to be a part of it. And then that same thing for a year. <laughs> was, yeah. I mean, it changes the whole thing. It really when does. You throw yeah. that in at the end. Again, it's everything short of see ya. M- Mark, I read that this morning at like five o'clock in the morning as I was sitting down preparing for our show. And I'm saying to myself, I can't believe he said this so bluntly. Like no. I just threw it out there and I screenshot it and I sent it to the group saying to myself, D- D- do all guys talk this candidly? Am I missing something? Well, I mean, quite frankly, and that's why if I had to guess, I have yeah. no clue yeah. what, what has happened behind closed doors. But if I had to guess, uh, Farhan has said so many times that we would love to keep Jock. This suggests to me that Farhan and Jock's agent have talked a number of times. Exactly. And, and my guess is the agent does not like what Farhan is saying because Farhan and our guests, because we know Farhan, my guess would be, gosh, this has been great. Like, maybe we should do it again next year. And they're like, no, we should do it for the next four years. Yes. And Farhan's like, maybe, how about a year and a half? I mean, like, literally, they're not, I don't think long-term is on the table. No. And Jock probably feels, with an OPS north of 850, mm-hmm. he probably, somebody should sign me for, for three or four years, and that's probably not going to be the Giants because – why else would you speak this way going into free agency? Yes. Your agent would say, dude, don't take any team off of the table. Rodon said this without taking the Giants off the table. Jock said it, and he kind of did. Yeah, he did. No, he absolutely did. And I'm just looking around, and I'm thinking, what do you think your market is? And I get it. He probably values himself higher than others, but like, okay, you want to play for a contender. Look around the outfields of all the contenders. They've all spent or prioritized high draft picks or spent tons of money on those outfields. Maybe he's thinking, let me see what happens with Aaron judge. And then I, I become someone's backup plan. If they don't land Aaron judge, which that makes a lot of sense to me, but Again, I don't know. I, I think you're right. I think you, you hit the nail on the head on they submitted some offers back and forth, and they're not impressed at all, Jock said. Yeah, it, it, it feels like that. And I love what you said also. I think we forget this sometimes when we're assessing a free agent. Uh, this conversation actually came up uh, again with Garoppolo this week on the air because it's like so many people have spent this week being like, he is what he is. He's terrible, right? He's limited. We yeah. all know that. And I'm like, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy doesn't feel that way when he's having conversations about the future of his career. He and Don Yee are not sitting there and going, well, I'm limited and I'm not very good at this. So what should we do next? The reason I bring that up is you're right. All of these players, especially at the beginning of free agency, are going to be thinking on the high end. They're going to yes. think good things about themselves. Let me throw this one at you. 
This quote just came out today, and it's from Carlos Correa of the Minnesota Twins who did the short one-year prove-it deal. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a through-the-roof year, but he had a nice year. Mm-hmm. He is set up to hit the market again, and, and again, it's a big shortstop market. So here's uh, when he was asked about the possibility of returning to the Twins. Correa says, quote, when I go to the mall and I go to the Dior store, when I want something, I get it. I ask how much it costs and I buy it. If you really want something, you just go get it. I'm the product here. If they want my product, they've just got to come get it. I love this. This is, but this is, this is the most transparent transactional player. And this is what I love. I think I'm worth X. I'm going to the highest bidder. Yeah, yes, I'd like to win, but money talks. Like, that's where he's at right now. He signed basically a three-year deal with an opt-out after one year. Like, that was what the deal was in free agency because he wasn't satisfied. Trevor Story sat there and sat there and sat there, and he ended up getting, like, what, a four- or five-year deal with the Red Sox. But, like, Correa believes he's better, way better than Trevor Story. I think he is a better ball player Mm -hmm. than Trevor Story, personally. And I think also with this shift – with this banning of the shift, someone like Correa is going to be viewed even better because of the range. Now, he's got the back injury and had a history of it, but he's played a lot of games the last couple of years. To me, this dude is saying, come get me, Giants. That's what this was. Well, I, I mean, look, Carlos Correa, and we're, we, we've had so many conversations about Aaron Judge. Hmm. And the one thing, I, I guess it's not the one thing, but the, the major thing to me that is going to give the Giants major pause with Aaron Judge, and and if they did it, they would have to do it kind of gritting their teeth, Mm -hmm. is the fact that by the time he plays his next game next year, he's going to be 31 years old. And so it's hard to throw seven or eight years at a guy who you know is going to be 39 when the whole thing is over. It may not seem like much, but the fact that Correa is 28, that's a very big three years when you're talking about a six or a seven or an Mm -hmm. eight-year deal. I think the Giants would be much more uh, likely, quite frankly, to say, yeah, seven years with Correa till he's 35 rather than seven years for Judge until he's 38 because also Judge is going to cost a lot more. Mm-hmm. Now he's Judge, and so we're going to – our filter right now is that Judge is way, way better than Carlos Correa, and he is better, but add in the defensive position that you play, add in the age – add in less cost. Like I, 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 I've heard no rumors of c- connecting Correa to the giants, but I actually think that this one might fit their approach mm-hmm. more than an Aaron judge. Can we agree? They're more than one player away. Well, I mean, of course they are exactly. And, and look, I would love to have the biggest prize on the market. Aaron judge. I think most giants fans would, but sometimes getting multiple players who are slightly less better than the top dude, can actually round out the roster significantly more. Like if you put Carlos Correa and I'm just hypothetical, go get me a third baseman, you know, or a first baseman or something like that. Now, now we're talking, now we're cooking with some oil. Arenado's going to opt out. I think he's a little too old for me. Josh Bell has not been performing. Like that would be the kind of guy you get Josh Bell and let's say Trey Turner or Carlos Correa. You could have more impact on the 162-day game lineup than than one player in Aaron Judge. As great as Aaron Judge is, he's more comp- comprehensive player than both those guys. So 
I mean, yes, I'd like the top dog, but I'll settle for a Carlos Correa. Right now, beggars can't be choosers. I know that a Giants fan is going to say this team can afford Aaron Judge and more players, and that's true. That's hard. So I do think that they're going to be involved in the Aaron Judge conversation if Aaron is even willing to leave, and I don't know that he is. Yeah. But if he's willing to leave or if he wants to leave, then I do believe the Giants are a player for him. But I'm hearing what you're saying, and I am going to say that this is the more likely scenario The Giants, even though some people want to fire everybody, the Giants execs are secure enough right now in their job that they would be willing to do what I'm about to say, which is instead of an Aaron Judge who has a Q rating in baseball, but very few baseball players have that, that name recognition, that box office, the Giants are not going to be um, sucked into that necessarily. They're not going to get him just because he's box office. What I think is more likely is you're right. They come in with a complement of three or four, like not landmark free agents, but affect your roster free agents. And when people say, oh, great, who's that? Like, I don't know who that is. The Giants brass will feel confident enough to say, talk to us in May, talk to us in June. We think we've built a better team and they're going to have confidence that they're 10 to 15 games over 500 halfway through the year, and they'll say, okay, are you okay now that we didn't go get Aaron Judge? That's risky, but then again, so is getting Aaron Judge because that doesn't mean you're going to be 10 or 15 games over 500 either. So I just think they're not going to play this for box office. They're going to play this for the standings, and and, and there are multiple ways to do that. Yeah, and and we've been talking hypothetically about – you know, what a salary would look like for Aaron Judge. Last episode, I was saying, hey, I'm hearing seven years, 40 million, approximate. Well, yep. right now, there's right. a couple of disgruntled players now in Southern California who want out. Like, that's the, the word is they want out. Mike Trout, who's under contract for another seven or eight years for $35 million a year, okay, and Shohei Otani. Now, we would obviously love to have either one of them. It's going to cost you something. It's going to cost you some uh, everyday players. It's going to cost you something that you have in the farm system. If you strike out in free agency, I fear that they're going to pivot and have to trade away what few assets they do have from the farm to go get a blockbuster type of a move. And I just, I would love it on one end, but I'm really worried about surrendering these prospects because we have waited long now. Now I went through the whole year and we've waited. Now I'm getting kind of optimistic because I'm seeing these guys start to really perform at the lower levels of the minor leagues. Yeah, you got to be careful here. And let's dive into that a little bit.